G'day, this is Mark Rafferty, also known as Dr. Darcy Tyler on Neighbours. Alan Fletcher here, aka Dr. Carl Kennedy from Neighbours. It is Kim Valentine here, or Libby Kennedy from Neighbours. It is Jason Cruz here, also known as Nicholas Atkins. And you're listening to the award-winning Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. The best podcast in the entire world. JK Adam. Thanks for taking me down memory lane. You are the best UK neighbours that anyone could ask for. Welcome to the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. The first one of the year. Happy New Year to all you listeners. I hope you've had a nice one. I hope it's been quite relaxing, fun. Uh, You've had time to think about what you're doing. Probably more time than I thought about this intro, if I'm quite honest. I am just just rolling with the punches right now. I am your host of Sarge JK. I have Adam with me. All right. Yeah. New Year, same catchphrase. And hey bro, <laughs> thing, you said this was the first one of the year. We've done something extra, though. I know you probably talked about it in a second, but I'm I feel like I've we've just hung up and I've just picked the phone back up again. It's like one of those where you, you're on the phone to someone you like and you're like, no, you hang up, no, you hang up. We've got we've got we're carrying it on again. This is a second podcast in about a day. It's a lot of neighbors to chat about. It is. Uh, this is a regular scheduled episode. This the is the regular one, episode. Different. It was. Well, you wouldn't call it a podcast, really. It was, it was, I don't know what you call it, video content. Okay. Uh, which right now is exclusive to our Patreon. So if you go to patreon.com forward slash the neighborhood rewatch for just one pound a month, you'll get access to that video where what we, what we do is we rank the characters of Neighbours of 2023. Yeah, we, it's... Since, since the new chapter began, um, we have decided to look at all the characters, give our opinions on them. They are just our opinions. That's all. It's just what we think. You don't have to. If you don't go with what we say, that's fine. If you think we're talking shit, that's fine. If you agree, that's fine. Doesn't matter. Uh, but we just thought we'd do that for a bit of fun. Um, so yeah, you can go and see it on Patreon. It's only a pound. That's all. It's nothing. Um, I got some cheese today for a pound from Tesco. It was in the reduced aisle. I don't, I didn't check the sell-by date, but it did look like quite fancy cheese. But it was a pound, so I bought it. I mean, buying anything for a pound, wouldn't you? If you see something for a pound, you're just like, yeah, I'll have it. It's only it's a pound. pound. So you could do the same with the Patreon. Uh, I will put this up on YouTube at some point as well once I figure out how that works. Uh, and I think going forward as well, I think we're going to put these actual podcasts up on YouTube as well. So, oh, really? I was going to say we yeah. do more video stuff. We'll see if people like it or not. But Yeah, and I think, yeah, I think we'll do some more video stuff down the line as well. Uh, but you want to be the first to get all that, go to patreon.com. It was pretty good fun, wasn't it? I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, it flew by. It was a good two hours. It's, you know, there's a lot of cast members to sort through, yeah. a lot to discuss. But it flew by. It really did. And I'm sure it will for you guys as well. So if you've got, you've got this weekend coming up, you've got no neighbours to watch. Come watch us rank the cast of 2023. Yeah, give it a watch. If, yeah, we enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, you can give us your opinions of what you think. You think we're talking shit. If you think we're bang on, let us know on the socials. Uh, one thing you can influence, though, is the Erinsborough News Neighbour Awards. It is that time of year once again. Uh, they were obviously postponed last year because no neighbours. 
for the majority of it. But they're back with 2024 with a vengeance. So if you go to erinsburynews.com, you can vote for the Nabe Awards for your favorite characters, your favorite actors, actresses, favorite directors, favorite story writers, favorite storylines, favorite events, and of course, your favorite podcast, The Neighborhood Rewatch. Right here. Have you voted? Uh, yeah, 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 of course I voted. Oh, good, good. Of course I voted. And I think if you watch our tier list on Patreon, you'll, you'll, see, you'll see kind of which ways we've voted. Uh, I imagine I've obviously voted for us as well. Yeah, um, this is the beauty of this one. You can vote for yourself. Obviously, we've done that. Um, but <laughs> we would honestly appreciate your votes as well. It's a fun thing to do because you can, like, votes are always funny because your opinions. But then it, we would appreciate you voting for us. That'd be super cool. We did, we, we are the current champions of this, by the way. Um, just yeah, in case we're fairly new to our podcast, we did win this. The last one was the last one in two. 2021? Yeah. When was the last one? Uh, no, 2022 it was, I think. Okay. Yeah, 2022 we won this. This is why so, we are an award-winning podcast. Yeah, that wasn't bullshit. That's not just a tagline or anything or something you say. We actually won the award. We are the current Best Neighbours podcast. We are only sometimes about neighbours, but we're always the award-winning podcast. And, and we're uh, always that continue. Yeah, without being too cocky, I'm a little bit confident. See, I don't. This is just bold statements, foolish um, bravado, and th- like I feel like we need to do the the admin side. Where so we've talked about the neighbor awards. Please vote for us. We'd really appreciate it. You've been flogging the Pod Bible Awards as well quite recently because it's award season, and you were saying, "Oh, vote for us, vote for us." Like people have done. Cheers if you voted for us, and we do appreciate that. We voted for us because again, why wouldn't we? Um, you thought we were going to win. <laughs> so yeah as we recorded this today uh the pod bible award winners have come out unfortunately we weren't successful this year you're never gonna win you psychopath <laughs> but i feel like we gave ourselves a good fighting chance and i want again want to thank everyone who did vote for us in that yeah. regard i think we Cheers. we would the ones, the, ones that did win, the ones that did win bullshit to be honest with you the first one <laughs> the first one was some sort of true crime bollocks we were just saying, like, it's not even your own story. Like, it's, it's crap. It's just like you telling a story about somebody who killed someone this time. I could sit and fucking read the news. It's fucking <laughs> dog shit. And, like, you think our theories about neighbours are bad? At least that's a bit of fun. Your theories about fucking serial killers? No, if they were any good, they would have caught the, the guy. So, fuck you. The, the <laughs> one that came second was about, I don't even know what it's called, but it was about economics. What the that, fuck is that? I can't imagine that's an entertaining podcast to listen to. That's got to be fucking riveting. I bet the videos are great, the new content. I bet people are waiting and chatting all sorts of good fun about that on the social media. Fuck off. That it, No, come on. That's dog shit. That, that is not what podcasts were invented for. Fucking chatting about economics. Again, no. I, I could sit in a... I used to do business studies. I'd sit back in that lesson with Mrs. Zelvega and learn about business studies if I wanted to do economics. I don't give a fuck. It's boring. The one that came third? It was about like part-time jobs or something, wasn't it? Part-time jobs. There's loads of them out there. It's mainly hospitality work or delivering stuff. There we go. Podcast done. Two episodes. Yeah. 
So I think it was like music. So it was like musicians or something, and then doing part-time jobs. All of them, from what I, I was just, I didn't re- listen to it because why would I? Um, but like, I was just scanning through, and it was like, like, like you say, did some bar work, did some bar work, did some cleaning, did some bar work. That's not fucking interesting. It's it's not. Um, well done, well done to those people who came first, second, and third in the Pod Bible Awards. Uh, I imagine we came fourth. That's what I'd like to think. We were fourth. I mean, it's kind of lost its appeal for me, if I'm being honest. <laughs> no, we'll be back again next year. We'll be back. Well, apparently that's what you can do. Like, the one that won came second last year and won this year. What, did like you did the mum vote for him this time and it just pushed him over the edge in the fucking dingy basement? Fucking sad bastards. <laughs> did Not your mum vote for us? Not, no, my mum doesn't listen to this shit. No, she'd be thoroughly ashamed, wouldn't she? She would. Um, she'd say, why couldn't you have done some more economics? It was so promising. <laughs> In a slightly Irish accent. Um, yeah, fuck, fuck those bitches. We didn't want to win anyway. <laughs> but we do want to win the Name Awards. Yeah, so... we want to win this one. Please vote for us. Yeah, please vote for us this one. <laughs> we'd appreciate it very much and again we did appreciate everyone voting for pop bible i think yeah, i think we are the plucky underdogs and and we'll have our day we will have our day very soon all right do you want is there any more admin or can we talk about some neighbors then that is it, that, the first episodes of 2024 by the way even though on freebie they're still calling it 2023 episode 60 whatever onwards they haven't gone 2024 episode one yeah, I don't look at that. I just look at the episode numbers, which, quite handily, are 8,964 to 67. That's what the episodes we're talking about. Uh, this is the part where we get to be entertaining now. We've just slagged oh. off the podcast for not being entertaining. So we get to be massively entertaining right now. No pressure. Uh, so, yeah, no pressure. The first storyline I want to talk about is Mel. Oh, fuck off. I'm caught <laughs> Hey guys, this is Marissa, the OG and the best Summer Hoyland, and you're listening to the OG and the best Neighbours podcast, the Neighbourhood Rewatch. So Melly's very stressed because she's got a hearing uh, for is, whether she's going to get extradited or not, and she takes it out on Nell because Nell pops around and is like, hey, how are you feeling about your extra, potential extradition? She's like, fucking stressed. And she's like, well, well, I've got Toddy to do your reference. She's like, what the fuck have you done that for? So she shouts at Nell, uh, which Nell doesn't take very well, runs off crying. Nell discovers that Toadie's reference isn't the most nice one. Is... Isn't the most nice. Great words <laughs> there. This is why we didn't bring anything. <laughs> this is why we fuck all. I'd say it was cutting, actually. It was a cutting reference. It was, it was a takedown on Mel's character. But I didn't think any of it was a lie. Oh, no, it was all true. That's what made it think. He didn't didn't pull any punches. He was brutally honest. He didn't lie, though. No. I think he said at the bottom, stop me when I'm lying. I think he might (laughs) might as well have done. He sat there. (laughs) He did that thing, though, which you shouldn't really do. And I used to do this a little bit. I don't do it anymore. It's where you send a message angry. Or you you don't... Sit, you don't put it to one side, you don't sleep on it, you kind of send the message straight away. Um, and you shouldn't really do that. Easier said than done. Um, mm-hmm. and 
one of my fairly recent, not New Year's resolution, but just something I want to try and start doing, is thinking before I react to things. Um, Doesn't always work, but when it comes to sending messages to people, either in reply to something or something that has annoyed me, I am trying to get better at that. And I have saved myself a couple of times in the last, probably in the last month or so, where I could have gone and just gone, bam, 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 I hate you, Pop Bible Awards, and I don't give a shit about <laughs> economics. I could have done that, but I didn't. I stopped myself, mm-hmm. thought about it, and um, went to sleep, and then woke up the next day with a, a calmer philosophy. Did you, did you still write the message, though? Because I've no. heard it, it's very therapeutic to write the message, but then never send it. Yeah, I have got um dozens of unsent messages in my phone in the notes to various um people establishments um family members uh, <laughs> podcast hosts um where, where i'm just like no i won't send it because they will make them cry um but i will keep it to myself i feel better for venting and, and saying it um but now i will do an appropriate one that won't get me fired or anything bad like that has anyone ever said anything like really cutting to you have you ever like you can be quite cutting with the things you say sometimes adam has, but have you ever been on the receiving end of that oh uh, yeah yeah i think so do you want to talk about it or should we just skip along not really i can't i, I can't remember like the specifics but yeah, yeah I, I think that i have i've definitely received some messages like that but then I have also received apologies saying, oh, you know what? I was a bit pissed off there. I probably shouldn't have said that. Um, Yeah, sorry about that. And that's kind of the route that Toady goes down here. He realises afterwards, oh, I was a bit harsh on Mel in that reference. Yeah. Uh, So... Mel, Mel gets read this letter from a lawyer and she's like, well, we can't submit that. And the lawyer's like, well, obviously... And, and Mel loses red at this point. She's like, well, if people, that's what people think of me. And then fuck you, I'm going to fire you. And I'll just defend myself. I don't need anybody. And she, so nonsensical what she does here. It's so it nonsensical. just stupid. So, so the, the reference from Toadie goes to Mel's lawyer. Mm-hmm. And the lawyer's very good in the sense that she says, yeah, look, he sent this one. He's he's ripped you a little bit here, but I'm just keeping that in the folder. Nothing to worry about. No one's ever going to see that. I I wouldn't be doing my job right if I gave it in. That would be stupid. Um, So don't even worry about it. And then Mel, for some reason, completely flies off the handle, goes very drama queen about the whole thing, like you say, and she's like, no, fine. Um, I'm gonna fire you. Why? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna represent myself. You would be completely incapable of doing that. That makes no sense whatsoever. And she um, is incapable of doing that as well. And, and we, see, we see that very quickly. They're like, um, "Where did you, what what? Sh- how old are you?" And she's like, "Oh fucking hell, uh, six. She, <laughs> she, she it's just stupid. And where do you live? Ah, uh, I um the the zoo." <laughs> She doesn't know anything for some reason. Like she's thick as fuck anyway. It's not this isn't even being a lovable dick. This is just being an idiot at this stage. Um and you can see the lawyer's face. The lawyer's face is like not yeah. defending her. 
It is tough. It's very tough to defend her. It is like if I'm gonna play devil's advocate, is that like she's because she's not even tough. I know I can't play devil's. I can't play devil's advocate. I can do it. Like if she, if the lawyer had read the letter and gone right, this is what Tony said about you. Like criticism, criticism is hard to take. I struggle with taking criticism. Oh, no uh, one likes that. I hate it. I've come across like I don't give a shit, but I do. Yeah. So I can understand if she took a load of criticism about a character and then reacted to that badly. I could understand. But a lawyer's gone, listen, he's not giving a good lesson. You did fucking leave him without telling him and give him a reason why. So, yeah, he's just, he's been a bit angry. I think a rational person would have gone, well, yeah, probably had that coming, really. It was stupid of me to manipulate Mel, uh, Nell to, to try and get him to do one. But yeah, well, it's just, it's you're right. Like, but then the the main thing for me is the not giving this reference in. Mm. If it's landed on the, the the guy's desk, the guy who's doing the interview and who's being a bit of a bastard, fine. You might be like, oh, sh- this is all kicked off. But like, the lawyer's got it. She says it's shit, but it's nothing to worry about. Still got There's plenty no of others. Reason. Still got plenty of others. No one's going to turn around and go, why hasn't Rhett's husband said anything? Oh. No. Uh, but Tony realizes what he's done and feels bad about it. And he rides in to save the day. He writes a brand new reference, which is, we find out later, an absolutely gushing one. See, this, this is the problem. He's gone too far the other way now. Yeah. This time he has exaggerated things, which, which comes across like you're trying to add. This one came across as fake. Because it was like, oh, she's a fabulous character, and she's like since that since the new chapter has come back, she's been really good and a real fan favorite, and she might as well have done. He might as well have done that instead of just going. <laughs> you know what? I know people used to like her, but recently she's been the fucking worst. <laughs> Which would have been an honest reference. Um, I, this one came across as trying too hard and fake, whereas the other one might have been harsh but fair. So you don't think that Tony meant those words then? I think in his mind he did, but I think part of it was because he felt like, oh, fucked her over here. I've been a bit harsh. I need to make it up to her a little bit. How can I do that? Well, I'm going to do the opposite of my last reference. I'm not going to be honest and clear-minded again. I'm going to try really hard to get her off because I've probably dropped her in it. He hadn't dropped her in it. No one had seen the reference except the lawyer and Mel. Yeah. So, yeah, she hadn't been dropped in or anything. Uh, but, yeah, he saves the day with, a, with another reference, and then Mel's like, right, you're hired again. Let's get in there, and let's but, let's do this. But that reference didn't go in either. Yeah. So, and she'd already done the interview anyway, so yeah. it, was, it was completely pointless. Uh, Krista goes in, though, as well, because obviously she's been summoned. And she does her very best to explain away a lot of the plot holes that we've had with Flashback Weekend in general. Okay, uh, what does she say? She, what what sort of shit does she come out with? Well, they start like they start like putting dates on stuff as well, and go, all right, oh this and on this year she was here, she was uh, a nanny, she was a cleaner, and but you know, I was involved with this and that and the other, and they just kind of explain how Nell and Krista actually knew each other prior to. Okay. Right, so we've seen them together before in the past, and it does try and gloss over some of the plot holes. And yeah, it does it. She does an alright job of it. To be fair, you kind of go, "Well, that's conce- that is conceivable." Some of those things. Uh, Crystal also says as well that this is all her fault. She should take all the uh, the blame for everything that's gone on. 
and that if anyone should be extradited, it should be her and not Mel. So they they conclude their their little chats and they're like, right, we will let you know soon. We'll we'll come back to you with a decision. Yeah, I Look was go on. <laughs> and I I've, I've fallen for this again because this is Navis. I was not expecting the decision the very very next episode. <laughs> Yeah, it was like, yeah, in Neighbours Land, it was like 25 minutes later. They'd literally yeah. just left the building, gone for a brew or something. And then we got a text like, message. That's I've the got, thing. Yeah. It's not it coming text. for a meeting again. It's not like a phone call, which or would have been really official letter or anything. It's just in the same WhatsApp group. Come to, come, come to the jail or come to the courts. You might be getting extradited. That was in the WhatsApp group. <laughs> um, forward to Krista, forward to Mel, um, send to all. And then it's like, um, all good, no worries, what you up to. It was just <laughs> absolutely <laughs> in this WhatsApp group. And then like a, a gif where someone's like, Woohoo, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was not expecting it to be this quick. I thought, honestly thought they were going to just, in a couple of months' time ago, Oh yeah, we're not we're not going against great diet now. And just just forget it happened kind of thing. Well, I thought we might get a week out of it where it was like, Oh, are you going? I don't know. I need to make my peace with Toady. I need to like do all all the stuff. But then it was like, oh, it's all fine. Yeah. That would have added more drama to the Krista stuff, which we'll 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 get to in a moment. That would have been just been a nice little extra layer for the Krista stuff that was going on. They just wanted to end it. They wanted the whole thing done. Flashback yeah. week, whatever it lingering does... things there were, done. I do like that this does feel like a bit, not a reboot, but it feels like a bit of a fresh start. They're like, right, okay, let's fucking forget all the other storylines. Let's start with some brand new ones right now. Yeah. New uh... year, new shit. <laughs> um... So, yeah, they get the decision. They're all clear. Brilliant. Let's forget about that storyline. Uh, but Therese does read the uh, the gushing reference that Toadie left and is quite upset about that, that he would say those things about another woman. Uh, and she holds on to that anger and that... Uh, I'm trying to think of another word for upset, but I can't. Well, <laughs> that upsetness. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when she accuses Toadie of buying the drinks diva van, the so drinks diva's van rocks up. Yeah, it's on like off. eBay or something. Everyone's yeah, like, but... "Oh, have you seen the drinks diva van? Some fucking Depop or whatever, vintage or whatever the cool kids buy shit off these days." So they've all seen it and they're like, "All oh, right, okay." They all plant the seed. Then it rocks up. Um, some guy just drops it off. She says, "Who's bought it?" And he goes, "Can't tell you." She has no like like what it's you'd have a name on the deed and like, oh, it's her name on the deed, but she says you you can tell me who bought it. He says nope. He could he could definitely he could. tell her. It's not the fucking mafia. You could have yeah. you could have told her who bought this van. No worries. Um, I mean he's for just, me, he's it was just very... it. He didn't own the van. No, he's just it's obvious he's... who bought the van as well. Yeah, it was plainly obvious. Obviously, Therese thinks it's Toadie. Nope. And why would it and... be? Why would it be? Because they, they do put a scene in there where Toadie's like, oh, it'd be nice if, you know, she could get that van and, you know, get started again and, you know, build her life back. And Therese's like, 
Zero chance. Because at one point, Therese goes, oh, I can't believe you wrote her a good reference. And Tony goes, you told me to. <laughs> you read it? You read the script? Because you, you, we just talked about that. You told me to make up make up for it and do another reference, so I did. <laughs> Crap. I wowed her by the van. It's $30,000. What? Like, no, I obviously haven't done it. And then Mel thinks Tony's bought it as well. And there's that kind of Mel thing where... Oh, it's obvious that she's thinking he wants me back. Yeah, because he's just wrote a nice reference. Yeah. And she's like, oh, now she's bought me a van. He wants me back. Let's. Absolutely not. Let's let's get in the van. If the van's rocking, don't come knocking. Uh, But no, No it's obviously. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so she shows up at his office. The first time he's ever fucking showed up there. Yeah. Because she's like, oh, I caught you. And he's like, oh, yeah, you caught me in my office where I'm at work every day. And she Mel's should like, have said then, and I would have got some respect for Mel if she'd gone, you've not been here since the fucking reboot, mate. <laughs> Sometimes you leave your house in a shirt and tie, but you're never at fucking work. And even the <laughs> reference you did for me, you did on your fucking kitchen table. So fuck you. <laughs> should have said. Yeah, there was no official letterhead paper with that one, was there? Uh, it's obviously Krista. It's obviously it Krista. And it's revealed to be Krista as well. But, um, but but it was revealed to be Krista in an episode that Krista's not in, which I thought was fucking stupid. So we find out like so she's there in the first episode of the week's four episodes, and she's at the at the courts doing the interview, and she's explaining all that away. But then the next episode where we find out that she's not being extradited and that she's bought the the drinks van and and like she's like she's supposed to supposedly doing stuff in this episode. She's not in that episode. You would have bought her for that episode, wouldn't you, really? For the episode where someone who's been quite a big deal finds out they're not being kicked out of the country. You'd put them in that episode. <laughs> it's so bad. They, You'd that's get a reaction, awful you? writing. You'd get a reaction. It's crap. Yeah. And then it was obviously early boy because it was $30,000. Who else has got $30,000 just lying around the fucking millionaire-esque, probably? <laughs> But then, like, Mel's talking to Carl, and she's going, oh, it's got to be Toadie. Carl goes, really? Yeah, Carl's like, it's fucking obviously not. And she says, I can't think of anyone else. I mean, there's only 20 cast members. <laughs> One of them's Krista. A second, at a push, you'd go second, could have been Paul. Paul's pretty loaded. Yeah. Like... Third, maybe to raise, but then to raise as a bit of a bribe. I bought you a van. Fuck off! <laughs> now fuck off in it. That oh, I actually really wish that had happened. Now she can't listen. I bought you a van. Now get fucking moving. So for, fourth place, Eden, because he fucking won something at the casino. He never really, um, but he could have done it. I bought you this van. I kept uh, the drugs are in the fucking glove box. <laughs> get on the road, bitch. Fifth, that- it could have been Shazza. Shazza's her pal. Could have been Shazza. Shazza is not her pal. Sixth, it could have been Nell. Nell's, I don't know, scamming people. She might have done they, something with the van. There was no way it was going fuck her. <laughs> so, yeah, it was obviously Krista, which leads us on to talking about Krista. Uh, David is very concerned about this, this budding uh, relationship, potentially, between Leo and Krista, so he... He, he shits on them both there and goes, "Listen, no shagging you two. Uh, you're gonna if you start shagging someone, you're gonna relapse straight away." 
uh, which I don't like. If you love drugs, yeah, and you love getting high and feeling good about yourself, sex is the next best thing, right? Well, if that's you can't keep doing it, anymore, then because then you're just shifting the addiction into something else. You just fill in the void by getting by filling your void. <laughs> <laughs> that's surrender. <laughs> it stayed there, don't worry. Uh, so Leo and Krista talk about this, going, "Oh, has David like warned you off?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, he's warned me off as well." He thinks there's a vibe, and they're like, "Yeah, I think there there might be a vibe. I think we do obviously fancy each other, but should we just pretend pretend we're going to be friends for a bit?" And they're like, "Yeah, let, let, let's just be friends uh, because it'd be dangerous for me to start shagging people when I love drugs so much." So. Uh, they agree to be friends. New Year's Eve party. That's that what keeps Krista's mind focused. Do you want to talk about New Year's Eve party? Yeah, it's all kind of rolled into one here. It is. I, I was real disappointed with the New Year's Eve party. It wasn't a party. It was just... It, was, it wasn't a New Year's Eve party. It was... The last was open. The water all was open. That was it. Well, I don't understand why. I know they did that big, like, so it was like a corporate event almost. So then that was to get Krista to organize it and be the folk point. But then other people came from just neighbors to this corporate Lasseter's party. But then they didn't even make it particularly fun or like there was other things going on at this party. Um, You didn't actually see them do the countdown. I feel like at a New Year's Eve party, there's a very strong need for the countdown and the New Year's Eve and the Happy New Year. They fucked that off because of what <laughs> happened to Crystal. We'll talk about that in a second. And they just went, oh, everyone went home, and then it just cuts to the next day, and it was like, whoa, that was that was a party. But nothing happened at it. Surely at a party with like some of the younger ones as well, things would happen. Someone would snog somebody, or there'd be some sort of story or something. There was no funny stories, no drama, no romance, no nothing at this party. It was a waste of fucking time. It was, yeah. Again, if you're going to do a New Year's Eve party, you actually sent, you should centre it around that New Year's Eve party. I thought they were going to go that way because Holly, Holly is getting smashed. Yeah, um, and we'll move on to her in a bit. She's getting absolutely smashed at this. So I'm like, oh, okay, she's going to like she she and Hazard are going to have a big old blow up. Nope. Nope, nothing. She just gets smashed, and that's Absolutely it. Absolutely nothing. Then, uh, but you don't even see that. You just see her having a couple nope. of drinks at the start. And then it just—it's like they maybe film loads of stuff at this party, and then just went, "Well, should we just do the uh, Christopher falling over?" Yeah, okay. And that was it. They did nothing with any of the other characters. They had—they had JJ there, and there was the kind of—we'll get to this as well. There was like a JJ Sadie thing, like the the bad kids with it. Like there was other things going on, and then it just went, "Oh, Christopher fell over." <laughs> next day it was crap yeah it was like again I thought they were going to like it seemed like they started out they were going to do stuff because they have these underage drinkers there as well and you're like oh it's going to be plagued by underage drinkers something's going to go wrong you know someone's going to drink too much or like kick off or set something on fire like some event's going to happen you know Krista just kicks them out and they go oh, well fine shit in here anyway well, Krista kicks him out, and then she she's either had a drink spiked or she's taken something. We don't know at this stage, and that's the end because she goes over. Like they could, like they could have made the full episode the New Year's Eve party, maybe even carry there's some of it on in the next episode, but they didn't. 
And it's yeah. like, they, they have these opportunities. To, I was a bit disappointed with Christmas. Then I thought, oh, maybe that's because they're doing something big for the new year. No, they didn't. They could have done something with that. I don't know why they didn't. It's either lazy or they, they didn't. I don't know. It was just one good enough for me. Crap. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> what wasn't crap, though, was JJ's outfit for New Year's Eve. You were a big fan of this. I love this outfit. <laughs> oh, he's it's, it's got a post so out here for some reason. <laughs> Come on, he did look like McLovin. I mean, he wasn't wearing a waistcoat. You <laughs> wear the waistcoats. I do wear the waistcoat. I thought that's what it said. I thought it said JK at New Year. I thought that's what you were doing. You were harking back to when you wore waistcoats for no reason on this podcast. <laughs> I do wear waistcoats. However, now I'm wearing our uh, Neighbours 535 merch, which if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see right now, available from redbubble.com. Good plug. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so, yeah, Krista collapses. She gets all a bit woozy. Everyone's like, what's wrong with you? And she's like, oh, I feel, I feel shit. All woozy. Uh, everyone starts getting in the face, which is the worst thing to happen when you start getting feeling like that, really. Uh, and she collapses. Uh, and, yeah, the big question is, has her drink been spiked? See, I didn't think that. My initial reaction was like, oh, well, she's just having some more withdrawals. Like, her body's misses misses the drugs and wants some more of the drugs, so it's shut down until the drugs enter her body. Is that what you uh, think is has happened? No, because, well, I did at first, but then they, they went, the next episode straight, they were like, right, well, she's been spiked, obviously. With Leo straight away, obviously been spiked. Yeah, but he doesn't know. He doesn't know. Paul's like, obviously she's back on the skag. Yeah. What? And Leo's like, no, no, she's been spiked. And actually, now that I think about it, it was you, Paul. Accuses, uh, goes, up, goes up to the penthouse, accuses Paul of spiking your drink. Paul? I'd have been more outraged, I think. But then again, Paul Robertson has done a lot. I mean, he hasn't done this, though. No, he hasn't done this. He's, <laughs> But I think he, he should be more outraged at the accusation with zero evidence. I just think he's like, yeah, but I didn't. I could have done, but I didn't. He's, this, this water off a duck's back to Paul Robinson. He's just like, nah, I do a lot of shit. This one ain't me, though. And I believed him straight away. I, 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 kinda, I, oh, think yeah. it's, I think it's something else, though, that I thought from halfway through that episode though oh okay so well i'll i'll ask you about that and we'll, we'll continue this 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 through fair so andy's on the sarge is on the case andy rodwell's on the case I've he gets caught wasted everyone's time this yeah he's so shit at being a policeman <laughs> well he fuck he dubs jj in it straight away so he starts so chris is in hospital remy's there doing the doctor thing. And he's like, right, okay, what, what do you think has gone on? He's like, well, obviously I've been spiked. And he's like, well, he's like, well, Paul Robinson's not going to spike anyone. That's a bit silly. What about anybody else there? And they're like, oh, there were those underage drinkers earlier on. They could have done something in retaliation because they got kicked out. And it seems pretty logical to me. Uh, kids do stupid stuff like that. And he goes, you're JJ, I'll know him. He was there getting smashed at the party. And Remy's like, Aaron says that. Aaron says, Oh, is it Aaron? I thought it was Andy. Said on it. Yeah. And he ah. says, JJ was there. Oh, lovely Aaron. What an idiot. What a lovely idiot he is. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, JJ gets fucking dobbed in. Uh, so Andy goes round 
to ask JJ, listen, do you know these kids? He's like, no, I don't really know these kids. I know one of the names. Is that Noah who was a bit of a little shit before? I thought it was him. I recognised him. I was like, yes, that little shit who was like homophobic or whatever. He's still there. He's still hovering around being a little little bitch. I think we need to try and get him on the show. <laughs> I do like when there's a just a, a local school school knobhead. That's that's who he's playing it. Yeah, he's he's playing that knobhead, and he he call he's he's like this place is shit anyway, and he gets all his <laughs> minions to leave after Krista kicks him out, which is pretty good. Someone said that to me on New Year's Eve, and, and where I work, you know, what this place is shit anyway. Yeah, because <laughs> we finished good. serving, like we we called last orders, and he came up to the bar, and I was like, sorry, mate, we've called last orders. And he was like, I've been waiting here for 15 minutes. I went, no, you've not. You've been, you've just walked to the bar. I've just watched you. He went, no, I've been waiting for 15 minutes. And I went, you haven't. And he went, listen, I'm not trying to kick off. I just want another drink. And I went, there's nothing you can say to me that is going to make you, make me give you another drink. We're done. We're closed. And he went, oh, I'm shitting here. And he went, so we should fuck off then, shouldn't you? You didn't say that. You didn't. You are far too much of a host to tell any customer to fuck off. You might as well wear, be wearing a t-shirt that says the customer is always right on it. You uh, are I, that guy. Nah, I was feeling brave because he was already walking away. He, he, he definitely couldn't hear me and the music was quite loud. Oh, you waited till he left and then went, yeah, you better yeah, walk, you walk away. away. You walk away. Yeah. Hold me back. Hold me back. Hold <laughs> yeah. my beer. You are the worst. But he said, oh, it's shit in here anyway. Well, I'll see you then, dick. Um, I've lost my train of thought now, sorry. Uh, so, yeah, JJ gets questioned by Andy. Uh, you know, is, is that no bed, nowhere, kid? He's like, right, okay, I'm done here. And JJ's like, right, cool, going up to my room. And Remy and Carol are like, uh, uh, uh. It's, ta- it's now time for us to start fucking questioning you. Yeah, he's in a lot of trouble because he said he was going to his mate's house for New Year. He went to his mate, he says, I went to my mate's house for a bit. And then I went to the New Year's Eve party, lasses. So he, he's fucked off there. They ask, they, they ask him who he was with. He, he won't say. It's um, weird that he wouldn't, it was weird that he wouldn't say. Well, he didn't want to get her in trouble, did he? Uh, you think? You think that's what yeah, it was? That'll be it. But then he does. He also why, doesn't why want his mum to give him shit because he likes her. But then his uh, mum does give him some shit. Yeah. Possibly some... best line of the week. Yeah, yeah, definitely some... It was great that they both leapt on that straight away and went, wait a minute, you she could have been your sister, you fucking perv. Yeah, he's, she's far too old for you and you thought she was your sister last week. So, <laughs> what's wrong with you? Yeah, what is wrong with you? What have you, what, what have you been watching on the internet? But then, uh, that was a great line, but then it kind of kills that story now. Because yeah, there was the, there was a little bit of a, 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 are they doing something with M2? Is that going to be like he's kind of following her around a little bit? Is the, the is there going to be anything with him or whatever? Um, but now you've you've hit the nail on the fact that he thought she was his sister. Well, now it just seems weird and pervy and a bit icky. So they can't do that storyline now. It's yeah. wrong, and you've you've killed that story now. You have killed that storyline. Uh, I mean, they've done brother-sister stuff before and neighbours, but <laughs> they ain't getting away with that these days, are they? No, I, 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 it's, it's, it killed it for me, which I thought was a bit of a shame. It does mean that yeah, she's... Getting, we find out, we'll get to it, but she'll get she's getting her own little story, um, which is cool. 
uh, which is something we've mentioned for a little while now. Um, Sadie Rodwell needs her own storyline, despite being brilliant and everyone else is. Um, and she's quite, she was good at the party and everything. Um, do you want to hear my theory about what happened to Krista at the party, though? Yes, please. I've been holding off for this. So halfway through that episode, Aaron comes out. Aaron is a bit dopey. He's new at being a bartender. And he says, um, I've got this big jug of pink cocktail. First of all, it was fucking orange. <laughs> He's nearly as bad as you at not spotting orange. Um, <laughs> so it was orange. Um, he, he says, whatever you do, like, this is your cocktail, blah, blah, blah. I don't think Aaron has made the cocktail correctly. I think Aaron has, because he's new to the bartending job, because he is a little bit thick, but gosh, is he pretty, um, he has made this cocktail wrong and has put something alcoholic or something in it by mistake, and it's fucked Krista up. That is what I think is the problem. I I think you're supposed to think it's a spike, I don't think it will be. I think it's definitely not Paul. He could do it if he wanted to, but why would he spike someone in his own fucking um, hotel? He wouldn't. Um, I also think there'd be some sort of CCTV in the hotel and you'd be able to see someone dropping shit in a drink, but you wouldn't see CCTV if it was the bartender who'd made it. So I think Aaron, poor, pretty, dopey Aaron, has fucked up with his cocktail making. I like that theory a lot as well, because the person who's probably going to figure that out is going to be David, isn't it? Quite possibly, yeah. And then he's just going to have to then break it to Aaron that he's nearly killed Krista. I think that'd be more interesting than it is if it is just, I don't know, a, I don't know, what's the what's yeah, another it's, option? It's, yeah, because well, the other option is these teenagers who spiked her. So they've got these teenagers have got hold of some drugs. What the fuck are they doing in the bar if they've got drugs? If you've got drugs, you don't need to go to a bar. You can have a great time just yeah. under a bridge. And also, she kicked them out, but somehow they all came back in and managed to know which drink was hers. Yeah, they did not have any security on as well. You'd so have security thing. on, wouldn't you? On New Year's Eve, you'd have a bouncer or two just in case. It's New Year's Eve can get a little bit larry. People. Drink too fast, get a yep. little bit too excited, and <clears throat> doesn't end well at all. And b- bouncers at New Year's, like bouncers are pricks anyway, hmm. because they got the power to let people in, and it's on their say so for some reason. Like they are pricks, um, but uh, like New Year's, even Christmas, they are extra pricks. They get, uh, like I remember when I used to go out. I don't anymore because I'm old. But they used to have buckets, and it was like I'm a prick. Give me a tip. Like, that's not the catchphrase, but that was basically what they were saying. And back then as well, they were very particular about things like shoes. Bouncers aren't particular anymore about things like that. It was like, what what, what are you wearing? Oh, you're wearing trainers. You're not coming in here then. Like, like it mattered. And then they'd let some horrible prats come in, but just because they were wearing shoes, it was fine. Yeah. Bouncers are arseholes. You would definitely have an arsehole bouncer at your New Year's Eve party. 100%. Yeah, and they'd take the job as well because they'd be getting double pay. Double, triple, they'd be getting it all and they have their little bucket for tips as well. Um, I remember one time uh, there was there was some bouncers. This isn't me, but I'll tell it like it is. Um, so there was some bouncers at this club where we, where we live. Um, bit of a dodgy one, but, you know, 
many a good night spent there. And many so, a bad night. I was with a couple of people and they were pr- pretty drunk and they wouldn't they wouldn't um let them in. So he looked them up and down. They were they were dressed accordingly, they had the token footwear on or whatever. Um but they were a bit pissed and he wouldn't let them in. Mm-hmm. Sent them off, said, No, you're not coming in, not tonight, lads. So they toddled off. They toddled off round the back of the, the club. Mm-hmm. Exchanged outfits, like literally swapped clothes completely, like shirts, pants, shoes, everything. Came back round the front to the bouncers and acted like they were completely different people. <laughs> on the on the thought that well he won't recognise us, we'll get in now. And they did, did not. It work? No, they still did not get let in. Okay. <laughs> Especially when they said bouncers could probably see them swapping shirts. Yeah, quite possibly. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I got, I fell foul of the footwear policy once in that nightclub, and I was on a date actually with a girl, and I bought some like Adidas kind of canvasy kind of trainers, like not trainer trainers, but you know, still quite nice. It was summer as well, so like I was wearing that with some maybe like some sort of chinos or something, and then like a nice kind of polo shirt maybe. Right. Something like that. Nice, oh. a classic summer look, you would say. I imagine we'll get Emily got... Milburn to, to rate it. Turns out you got beat up before you got to the club <laughs> for wearing these things. So, with, so especially this nightclub that we used to go to as well in the town centre, like all roads led to that nightclub. There was yeah. bars and pubs dotted around everywhere. Yeah, it was like the yellow brick road away. to the Emerald City. <laughs> we all know where this night's going to end. Let's get in that line. Let's go. Yeah. So you would. So we'd been in a couple of bars, and we were just making our way to the nightclub, and then get there. We're you know, a little bit wavy by this point, and I fall foul of the the footwear situation. So the girl I'm with on the date goes, "Don't worry, I'm just going to nip inside. I just need to see a few friends. Wait here for me. I'll be back out soon." What Adam? What do you think I did in this situation? Well, Mike, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you a question. I, right, was go on. Gonna, I was just gonna say, how long did you fucking wait? <laughs> I imagine, uh, I imagine part of you is still there waiting. I did wait. It was, I can't remember the exact time. It was definitely longer than an hour. It was not Stop the. Off. <laughs> it was not the fifteen minutes she had promised. It was definitely longer than an hour, but I don't think it was longer than two. And I just stood outside. And honestly, these bounds. Why did you? What did you just stand I didn't there? Go like to, I didn't even go like back to another bar. No, because you just thought you'd probably miss her. Exactly. So I stood outside the club, just waiting. But like, because there's a separate entrance and a separate exit for that nightclub. Right. So I just stood at the exit bit for, yeah, like I said, at most two hours, but definitely more than an hour. I sat there. I stood there and waited. Uh, she did come back out and then went, oh, I'm really tired now. Should we go home? <laughs> we just got, ta- I just got a taxi home. With her and a, boy- <laughs> and a boyfriend that she met in the fucking oh, club. Yeah, like, so back to our separate places. Oh, God. You are... Oh. <laughs> I mean, that was obvious where that story was going. And that's, that's, that's right on, on track. But I can imagine you standing there, though. 
in the cold and the dark and people just like going in past you and you like awkwardly going, all right, to people going going in and like, have a good night. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just getting some air. Oh, she's inside. Yeah, just waiting for her. Yeah, just like, oh, you know, it's these, these nice new Adidas canvas trainers. They've done me, the fucking bastards. Uh, did you did you not try and bargain with the bouncers at any point? Were you not like, come on, like it's been it's been an hour? I think I did say like, I'll can I just come in for a little bit? I think that was my just, like that would make any difference. Uh, like they were nice, they were brand new as well. Like the first time I'd put them on, like I'd got them the week before, thinking oh, I'll save that for that date next week. And uh, was there? Another date. I think that might have been the last one, you know. <laughs> yes. And do you know what? I don't think that was my duty either. I think I would, if she had got to message me and gone, do you want to go again? I'd go, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. But I think I just never got that message. I'm still waiting for that message. <laughs> the wait continues. Oh, uh, dear. Uh, so, yeah, and bounces in our beds and ruined my oh, date. They would have been very handy at this New Year's Eve party. Yeah, when all the kids got back in and started fucking... Apparently, Paul was like, oh, fucking went wrong once you passed out. Those kids got back in, started smashing up the place. It all got ruined. Uh, well, they obviously had somewhere to go to because Sadie didn't get in until fucking like 8 a.m. the next morning. So it's the she- next... Yeah, so Sadie rocks up. We do... N- where's she been? Yeah, because... If it all went to shit at last year's, like maximum half 12, they're all getting kicked out and going home. So she's found an after party somewhere, maybe. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing about this character. We don't always, like, she rocks up. We, she doesn't have other friends or she's not in any kind of romantic stories or anything. We don't know what she's getting up to. She just kind of is. Like, yeah, she, she's, just, she's just existing, isn't she? She's just getting about being Sadie and. And I, I, she's she's got a great confidence in her that like she would show up to a nightclub on her own and not care. Yeah, yeah, she is the kind of girl that you go on a date with, um, wearing new trainers, and she goes, "Well, I was, I'm just going to go in for a bit," and then you you would still wait outside for an hour for her yeah. on the off chance that she is coming back out. The more I think about it, that situation was I was the JJ and she was the Sadie. Very much so. And I, I take, I'm fine with the fact that she, she, she doesn't wasn't my need... sister though. Oh, I just want to make that clear. That's fine. Uh, I uh, like the fact that Sadie doesn't have to explain anything. She's just like she's been at these things, and no one. They just kind of go, "Are you just getting in now?" And she's like, "Yeah." Poof, and they all go, "Yeah, fair enough." <laughs> so yeah, she she doesn't get back till very. Early. She staggers in as well. Clearly worse for wear. Staggers in. I and she in... styled it out pretty well. Oh yeah, she did. Like she's obviously very leggy and tired. I mean, leggy as in like just tired oh, and knackered. Oh, dig yourself a deeper hole, please. <laughs> Her legs were tired. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, yeah, Wendy and Andy are on the way out. They're they're discussing the whole potential spiking and JJ thing. And Andy's like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm going to turn a blind eye to all these crimes until somebody actually calls them in." Which is no, great policing from Andy there. <laughs> no, I, I, what Andy does next is fucking brilliant. So Sadie's uni application has arrived. And when Newton's he's like, dead. 
New, New Year's, Year's Day, Day yeah. this has arrived. Uh, yeah. They've been working over the Christmas period in university and have sent her this. Absolutely yeah. not. Wouldn't happen. Why are we doing this on New Year's Day? Ugh. Do you think they're, they're proposing some sort of uni slash uh, old person's home? Quite possibly. It might be a fucking uni slash fucking dentist at this point. It makes no <laughs> fucking sense. And she's stolen her application and she admits to, to Haz and Byron that it's because she doesn't want to go to uni. Yep. She wants to be a makeup artist. She doesn't want to do childminding degree. She wants to do makeup. And Haz and Byron, I did actually really like Haz and Byron in this scene. I thought they were a good little duo here. They were both clearly quite hungover, wearing shades and just had a nice little rapport. And they were like, if you don't want to go, you need to fucking tell your mum. Yep. So hop to it. So she does. Uh, Wendy does not take this well at all. Absolutely not. I mean, so Sadie, I didn't like how Sadie went, you know, since I got that makeup box for Christmas <laughs> a week ago. That's a week ago. That's what she says. She says, you know, you got me that makeup stuff. I've drawn this little tattoo on my arm. Like, that's oh, what, that was one of the things that she was... had. So she's, oh, she's got like a tattoo a on her shoulder. Tattoo? I thought that was a legit tattoo. Here. No, because no, she says, like, I drew it on myself. It's not real. Um, no, actually, do you know what? I'm, I'm in a little bit of flashback now. When she said that, and I don't know why I didn't write this down, maybe because I knew in my heart it was stupid, and if I brought it up, you'd absolutely rinse me for it. At the time, I thought, so she tattooed herself on her shoulder. <laughs> How did she do that? Yeah, it was, it was just a makeup from a present that they got. Okay. But even so, she's so she's she's done a she's done like a makeup thing. It looks all right. She's done that. Ever since she got the makeup box, she's always wanted to be a makeup artist. It's been her childhood dream. Yeah, it's been a week. Come on, stupid. Um, I mean, I, I think she's just, I think the fact that she doesn't want to go to uni and do childminding is probably true. That fact is true. Yeah. And she's thought that for a while. But yeah, I think she's clutching at straws going, well, I need to come up with something that I want to do. If I'm going to tell my mom I don't want to do this, I need to, she knows what her mom's like. She needs to counteract her and have an answer ready for her. So she's yeah. just going to take a part. So, like you say, Wendy Rodwell doesn't react well to this. Wendy Rodwell, we've mentioned on this before, and we do mention some very positive things about Wendy Rodwell on our um, tier list that you can catch on Patreon. It's only a pound, and that is coming to YouTube very soon, where we rank um, all the characters. We gave, spoiler alert, we give Wendy Rodwell quite a good review. Um, I don't think that's. I don't think that's a spoiler, really, is it? I think no. If you can predict what we're going to do, yeah, yeah, you know. Um, so we give a pretty good review on that. Um, she is fucking terrible, though, and I think the tart. You got to be careful here that people don't turn against Wendy Rodwell because she overreacts in a massive way here, um, and I don't think she's had a good week. No, I think. I think she was obviously going to react to this badly. And I think I really like the first interaction that they had. Like they, she was like, what do you mean? You're going to be a makeup artist. You're going to, that's not a career. And Sadie throws some stuff back at her and she has to backtrack. She's like, well, oh yeah. Some of my friends, that was makeup artists. And that's like, my second favorite line of the week. I'm not <laughs> prejudiced. Some of my best friends are makeup artists. <laughs> and then Sadie goes, go on who? And she goes, all kinds of people. <laughs> that bit was good. 
That was really good. That was a kind of you were expecting that. That how was how yeah. that go? That was fine. Like, and Wendy's and Wendy's obviously going to project as well because she feels like she missed out on a career and doesn't want the same for a daughter. So she's obviously going to project that onto a child. And I really like the bit as well. So they have that argument, and then I really like when Andy's questioning JJ. He gets a message and he says, "says Wendy." He says, "Daughter throwing away life. Come now." Yeah. And Andy just looks at his phone, rolls his eyes and goes, right, okay, I've got a girl. Yeah, it's happening again. My <laughs> wife is a psycho. It was, that, I really love that bit because how many times has Andy got that message over the years? Oh, Fucking it could be anything. It could, yeah, anything at all. And like he, we've said before, he deserves a medal for putting up with her. This is another prime example. So the first half, yeah, she overreacts a little bit, but you can kind of understand why. And it kind of makes sense with everything. Then she has a chat with Andy when he comes back. And Andy's like, it's it's up to her. She's 19. She's 20, however old she is. She's pretty clued up. She knows what she's doing. It's, it's her life, not ours. We just need to support him. Whatever she does, there we go. He, got, he does parenting 101, all the right things to say. And Wendy goes, okay. Yeah. He and says then... To- because he says to her, maybe you just need to take a different approach with it. Yeah. And then, yeah, this is where it turns. This is where it goes really wrong. She's com- She completely blows it here with the next next half of this. Yeah, because she decides the different approach is to just enroll her into uni without asking her. That's yeah. That's that's a really that's a really bad judgment call from Wendy there. I thought I thought like. I thought this was going to be done in an episode. I thought like they're going to resolve this. Wendy's going to go about a different tact and say, "Listen, you know, and I, 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 I open up to her and tell her what she how she felt about not having a career, and then either convince her to give something a go or for Sadie to turn around and go. I understand all that, but I need to forge my own path. And you know, she decides she's going to do this, and then that's what's got happening going forward. But yeah, just to enroll her without asking her. So she, she enrolls her, and then she says, "I'm yeah, I've called you because Sadie comes in and it, it was really badly worded. She comes in and goes, "You wanted to see me." It's <laughs> it was really bad, like how how they worded it. But she comes in, and Wendy says, "Like, um, yeah, I've, I've enrolled you in uni, just so you know, and but I want you to come back because you need to choose the things you're going to do. That you're going to choose the courses and that." And Sadie's like, what? you pretty sure you can't do that. And she's like, yeah, I'm, you're enrolled. So that's all, Ed. You go in. Um, you just need to tell me what you want to do. And Sadie goes, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not, this is that. And she goes, right, I'll just pick for you then. Bump, 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 bump. Picks her a load of courses. Fuck knows what. I imagine it's to do with the childcare kind of aspects again or something. But I don't think, I don't think you can do that. No. Anyway. Advanced physics. Well, I don't like. I don't think you can like. That's like fraud in a way. You're saying you're somebody else to like, and you're enrolling her on this thing. I don't think you can do that. And also, even if you even if you could, one awful awful move to make. Yeah, right in front of her as well. I don't, really bad. Why is she hoping to gain from this? But she's yeah, told yeah. Sadie's going to go, oh, okay, then, yep, I'm off in September. Let's start, better get some books then. 
this is never going to end well. This is so, like, even if Sadie wasn't, like, a clued-up girl about town, she... This is this is terrible decision making. This is on par with running into the anthrax house. This is <laughs> this is, this is even is worse than knocking those fucking pens over. <laughs> this is firing your lawyer kind of bad decision. It's just terrible, and I don't like Wendy can be a bit silly and be a bit rash or. This just seems a step too far, though, for me. I don't know how they're going to dig her out of this. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Sadie can just cancel this. She can just go to the union and go, listen, I didn't apply. I don't know. Like, yeah. I'm not coming, so save yourself the bother. You're not getting any money out of me. Yeah. See you later. So she does that for the union, then she says, fuck you, I'm moving out. Yeah, which I think is a, a apt response, really, because that is a really bad... Betrayal that Wendy has done to her daughter there. So if Sadie's go, if you fuck you, I'm moving out. Yeah, I can't. I, think, I can't live with you right now. I think that's pretty good. She'll go and live at the shared house for a bit. Oh yeah, um, yeah. She basically lives there anyway. Yeah, she ain't going fast. Oh, she'll take Mackenzie's room. She'll take Mackenzie's room while Mackenzie's away. Yeah, she might. Yeah, for while she's not there. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't know if this is going to last past the next week, but it. Yeah, just. It just seemed a bit bit of a clanger for, for me this i was like oh i don't know how you're gonna fix this because you've come across like a dick yeah we'll, we'll we'll get to see next week how it plays out uh speaking of the share house is this the last bit like, uh no i think i've, I've got two more Fucking things to hell, how long is this not not that long feels long <laughs> Because you've already seen me this week and you have yeah, to see me is. again. Later on the week listen to you fucking twice as well. Bear that in mind. Go on, what are we doing? There can't be that listen, many more pieces. They can listen or they can watch on YouTube. YouTube.com forward slash neighborhood rewatch. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah. Chairhouse. I want yeah. to talk about has. So, Wendy, in the, one thing I did that I did like she did this week was just catch Carl up on what happened because. Carl's a bit clueless about what's been going on. Yeah, she like, kind of did a, a recap for him, didn't she? Yeah, she yeah, she did a handy little weekly recap for him, which was quite nice. Uh, and it was on the, it was on the Thursday as well, so it was nice. He just kind of started his weekend for him. Uh, so he catches she catches Carl up, uh, and he's like, "I'm inviting Haz around to dinner to get to know him." Ollie's obviously a bit nervous about this, uh, and he goes pretty hard in quizzing Haz here. Uh, bit too hard in my opinion like there's asking questions and getting to know people but then just going listen are you gonna fucking cheat on my daughter or what is but, is basically what he asks well that's because wendy's told him that um mckenzie likes has and has likes mckenzie and that he so he's privy to all that other stuff that we know now as well he knows that has is like weighing up his options and that's what he says do you weigh up your options in relationships as well Proper calls, yeah, but... money. Mm, no, I felt it was a bit. I felt it was a bit harsh. That's what it was. He, he's, he worried his daughter's getting cheated on by this this cunt who nobody likes anymore, even though he started off really nice with a dog. He's been told the lowdown by Wendy, and he's gone. Well, I'm a dad. Uh, are you a cunt? It's what the world want to know. <laughs> but I wouldn't. I wouldn't give someone dinner and ask them if they're a cunt. I just. I just. Well, actually, that's how you get them in. You, <laughs> you. You wait till people leave, and then you call them a cunt. I imagine. <laughs> yeah, then, until they definitely can't hear me. Exactly. 
<laughs> I think so I he's... think he needed to do it. He's, and he play he's playing worried dad or interfering dad. That's what he's got. He's got to be that at, at this stage. And he hasn't got Susan to rein him in and go, oh, maybe yeah. we shouldn't do that. And Because if she'd have been part of that dinner, she would have been like, all right, Carl, shut up, go and open the wine or whatever. Um, but she's not there, so he's on free reign now. Yeah, true. Yeah, he's not, he's not got that filter of Susan. Yeah, I I take that point. Uh, so Holly's pretty pissed about this uh, and has a big go at Carl. Uh, in the meantime, has, though, find some pictures of Mac in a book. Oh. This was a week. This was a week concept here i feel has and byron is just chilling byron has his like you're gonna go get a job byron is just like yeah i've got an interview later but whatever i don't care might just start shagging again for money yeah uh, which he says all week by the way yeah the- all week is just like oh, i used to have a really good job where i just shagged people yeah and got paid a fuck ton of money i might just go back to that job well, that's so, I, actually the more i think about it don't know why i left it and yeah these so it's oh no he's working his way through like a legal thriller that Mackenzie's. Mackenzie's um, been badgering him to read these books. He's, he's, yeah. He uses an excuse so it doesn't look like he's moping. So he gets yeah. the book out. Mackenzie's pictures that she's kept in, they, they wouldn't be in there. There's no way she'd have put modelling pictures of herself inside a book that she was once reading. So weak. Oh. Yeah. It, and, and then straight away, they didn't go, whoa, look at these. Like, Haz goes, wow. Mackenzie looks amazing. You wouldn't. You... Yeah, it was such a. It was a clangor of a line. It was a clangor of a line, and he's doing it in front of Holly's mate, like one of her mates who's dropped you in it before. Why would you go? Oh wow, look at these. Wouldn't mind shagging Mackenzie. Look at these pictures. Well, hubba hubba, auga. <laughs> and he goes, you go, "Oh shit!" And like. But like he, he's so weird about these pictures. It's like he's, he's like he's some found some porn in the woods or something, and he feels yeah. like he's the, <laughs> he feels like he's the gatekeeper now with this porn. But that's he's like, no, 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 this porn, this porn was left for me. I am now the gatekeeper. You spot on. You spot on. <laughs> and then Carl knocks on to invite him to dinner, or no, to apologise for how he was at yeah. dinner. Yeah, and then. Yeah, and then has his at home just with these photographs again, just looking at them, and then texting Mackenzie while he looks at them. Yeah, so weird. And then Carl, so Carl sees the photographs, and has does this weird like, like he doesn't hide them or he doesn't like. He's just kind of, oh yes, these are the photographs. From the modeling shoot, and then he he puts them in like the drawer with the spoons. Yeah, he's like, I'm not just keep them safe in here. I feel like it's so awkward and just like, just mate, just mate, you're gonna wank over him later. Just it was just so off in every way. But then we haven't revisited. So Carl saw all that. Yeah, and has knows Carl saw that. And Carl mm. knows that has saw Carl noticing it. Yeah. And then it's just kind of, okay, see you later. Yeah. Well, what he does do, like, Carl doesn't bother speaking to Has about this. He no. just kind of gets out of this because it is fucking weird. Yeah. It is. He just comes straight to Holland and goes, listen, 
this guy's a fucking loser. Get yeah. get away from him. He's he's an absolute goon. Uh, I think you're making a massive mistake here. And then Holly's still upset about everything that's happened so far. And she's fully admitted. She's just like, listen, I really, really like this guy. I know he doesn't like me as much as I like him. Yeah. But I'm really got some hope for this and I'm really trying to just cling on to it. Which is like, which was really sad for her. Which is really yeah, sad. Like, I just want that. Admit, I this, yeah, this guy, I'm more into him than he's into me. But we just need a bit of a break and we just need to hang on and he'll catch up. He'll catch up with the feelings and stuff, which is just heartbreaking, really. Uh, so Carl throws out, oh, I don't want you to make a mistake. And she throws the mistake lane right back at him. Stinging offense, this one. This was a this was a cutting comment. Because she's like, well, if you hadn't made any fucking mistakes, I wouldn't be here right now. And storms off. Uh, which well, is up to you. It's a cutting line, but then also... That's like, but so now he's got a, a nice. I know she's a bit off red at the moment, but like she, he's got a nice daughter out of a mistake. So that's the good thing that came out of that mistake. Yeah. So that's like saying, oh, you made a mistake, but good things can come out of it. Yeah, and that's another way of looking at it. I don't know. If that people... is a good way of looking at it, and I hope I hope Carl Kennedy sees it that way as well because he doesn't seem to at first. He seems pretty tore up by that. Comment. Does he tell her that she, that he saw has with the pictures? I don't think so. No, I think he just wants her off. Which, yeah, you would, you would just, again, if he's being overprotective, you would just go, listen, listen, he's fucking wanking over pictures of Mackenzie over there, mate. But she was fucking fuming when she went to the the, the party. Like, she nails a few drinks. I can't remember. She might, He might have told her about the pictures, you know? Because I, I feel know. like that's why she was pissed off when she went to the party. Yeah. Or at the very least, he said, listen, he's obviously he likes Max, so... Like you, you're making a big mistake by doing this. But they didn't uh, really do anything more with it. I, I give them one more week. I reckon this next time we do this, there's no more Holly and House, thank fuck. Yeah, I thought we were going to get the big blowout on New Year's Eve. We should, I great. think we should have done. Yeah, I think we should have done as well. I think New Year's Eve should have been a whole episode of things coming to a head, like Holly getting smashed and saying, why are you wanking over pictures of Mackenzie? They could have done that easy, and they just kind of left it. So they'll have to pick something up, and she'll go for a fucking ladle out of the drawer next week, and then it'll be, oh, look at all these dirty pictures. They're not dirty, but they are. They're not dirty. Not, not, not dirty. <laughs> go on, one more thing. Those pictures were given to him. He's the keeper of those pictures now. He found them in yeah. the woods. <laughs> And he can't take them home, so he has to keep them in the woods still. Uh, right, last thing I want to talk about, Adam's getting... I'm dropping off one. <laughs> He's dropping off fast, this boy. This is only a short one, but this is a nice little teaser for what's coming next week and another new storyline for an, another character. Oh, I know what it is. Fucking hell. Yeah, it's Nicolette. So someone's been leaving keys outside the door, which is a weird thing to do. She's like, I think Byron picks them and goes, it's a fucking key outside. Is this anybody's? And Nicolette instantly just goes, looks suspicion, go, no, that's not mine. But I'll uh, I'll ask around if you like. So she goes and asks around, and everyone's like, no, I've not dropped my key. Anyway, we all keep our doors unlocked anyway, so it doesn't matter. It's not a problem. Uh, and she kind of, like, she starts looking at her phone. She starts looking at her ex, Kiri, and then we see the name. She's looking at someone called Veronica. And you're like, mm, what's what's this? What's this going on? Because it is... He has been led. Her and Paul seem to know what's happened. I don't know why Paul Robinson knows this, but no idea. Yeah, 
something he knows the reason Nicolette and Kiri split up. So something's gone down there more. Nicolette has dodged this conversation every time, just gone, yeah, it ran its course. Um another key gets left a couple of days later and it's got a hotel address on it. Yeah. So this time she's like, right, I'm fucking going to this hotel. Drives up to the hotel. Nice hotel as well. So it's a pretty it's gotta be a four star at least that hotel. Maybe. Maybe. No well, well, she walks it, so she goes to the room, puts the key in, in the door. You see yeah. all the amenities, and I think again the amenities. It's got a nice, it's got a nice bathroom, a stand-up shower. Uh, there's a nice little desk with a good sitting area, and there's a None nice. Which have any bearing on the storyline or what we're talking <laughs> about whatsoever? So these are just things I noticed about the hotel room, okay. and then on the I'm going to say queen size bed. Start noticing the storylines. Um, <laughs> And like, which what characters do what more than the fucking toilets, if if possible? <laughs> There's uh, a little bag that seems to be some sort of lingerie store. Yeah, I, I didn't notice what the the shop was called on there, but not important. Not important. But she does pull out some sexy lingerie. Yep. And this seems to freak her straight out, and she runs the fuck out of there straight away. Starts legging it back to a car, and then we see a figure. Yep. Just staring her down, just hiding behind a bush. Mm-hmm. And that seems, that's Veronica, right? No, that's Sasha McLean, the person who okay. she checks on the phone. Um, like she tries ringing, no answer. Um, and then at the end, um, you, I, this might have been in the coming up next week on Neighbours. She, she says, to, I think it might be Paul, she says, uh, Sasha's back. Yeah, I missed all that bit. I was too you worried. Not a about- fucking clue where you got Veronica from. Um, this is and this is this is a this is an obvious this is the obvious problem. You are looking at where, what size the bed is. You are looking at for shop names and which side the lamp is on instead of looking at the story, the characters, and what is right in front of your fucking face. <laughs> this is the problem. Sasha McLean is her name. I thought that was a great name, Sasha McLean. Sasha McLean, that is a good name. It's well, you know, McLean was obviously the diehard dude, wasn't it? Well, that was the thing as well. So you McLean. see Sasha McLean as you she tries ringing her because she obviously thinks it's Sasha McLean, not Veronica or anybody else. Um, <laughs> she thinks it's Sasha McLean, and then you see like the big outside of the hotel. And I thought at the time, oh, Sasha McLean, and there's a big building like in Die Hard. <laughs> it was like Nakatomi Plaza. It was fucking brilliant. Um, so there you go. That was Sasha McLean, everybody, um, who is obviously I got Veronica from then. Not a clue. Not a clue. <laughs> okay. Well, it, it seems we've got some dodgy shit going on. I, do you want to hear my theory? Not if it's fucking stupid, no, or makes no sense, and he's hinging on the fact that Veronica is another cast member from another town. If Paul knows, I reckon Paul has been using Nicolette as a bit of a seducer to get, like, company secrets. So she's been doing a little bit of Byroning for Paul for for, for cash, basically. He's like, listen, you seduce this person, get some information, tell it to me. I think that's what's been going on. And she seduced Veronica? Yep. And Sasha as well. Probably loads of people. Interesting. And then Byron wrote, 
Then Byron can say, ah, you've been doing it as well. Stop giving me shit for the same thing you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, you could throw that back in the face and say, listen, it's the family business now. Maybe we should open a school slash. Oh, God. <laughs> a school slash old people's home slash brothel slash <laughs> laser tag. <laughs> I'll go for that. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, that would be pretty good. Uh, and there we go. That's that is the that is your neighbor's content for the week. Excellent stuff. We've gone through everything there. I'm looking forward to next week. It does feel like it's a bit of a new year. Let's get some new things on the go, which is nice. Um, especially because some of the some of the other ones were a bit boring. Um, I am hoping we get more Varga Murphy stuff. I think they were quite good mm-hmm. this week. I, yep. I don't know how I feel about Wendy at the moment. I, I, I'm eager to see if she can redeem herself. Um, and also, hopefully, we can maybe... The only thing that's been carrying on a while is, well, obviously, the big ones with Mel, Tony, and Therese, but also the Holly and Has. If we could get rid of Holly and Has by this time next week... Yeah, be a we can wrap night. all that up. That'd be quite nice, wouldn't it? And then, yeah, we can get on with the new year with Neighbours 2024. What is it going to bring? So we've got a lot more to come as well. We've got these episodes that are going to keep coming out each week, obviously. We've got our thing on Patreon, which is the tier, the ranking list of 2023 with all the characters on there. You can get that on Patreon. It's only a quid or on YouTube. Um, We've also got some other interviews in the pipeline coming up, which we are excited about. And also, New Year, same battle. Yeah, just going to leave that one right there for you. It's coming. It's it's tied at 1-1. Who's going to go in front? That is all the us against Coastal News, the home and away podcast to find out which Australian soap is the best. We all know it's neighbours. Now we just need to prove that fact. We will be doing that with the very next episode of the battle pretty soon. Also, one last thing. Please vote for us at the NAB. Is it the NAB Awards? The NAB Awards? What is it? Awards, yeah. So it's like neighbours, but NAB Awards. I know, I know you're really glad that I uh, that I explained that to you. I feel like it's a fucking stretch, if we're being honest. Um, <laughs> yeah, please vote for us. This one we do actually want to win, um, and we would appreciate the votes. If not, so we can keep calling ourselves the award-winning podcast that's sometimes about neighbours. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because otherwise, if we don't, then we're just the podcast that's sometimes about neighbours, and you won't get me to hear... You won't hear me saying the word award every week at the start of the podcast. Okay, so actually don't vote for us. It's fine. <laughs> no, vote for us, please. We This is our title to defend. Uh, thank you, everyone, for your support from the last year, and I hope it continues into the new year as well. Uh, Adam, thank you as well. I, I uh, Thank you for your support, and I uh, hope you keep showing up every week as well. That'd be really nice. Eh, 